Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Latch Mama podcast. It is a Monday, a Monday before a very important Christmas holiday weekend. Um, but we are here today podcasting. Um, this is going to drop, I'm sure, after the holidays. But we wanted to talk about something that maybe doesn't get talked about very much in the wintertime months. And it is getting outside with your kiddos. Um, and I know that may sound really lame, but we're going to talk about the importance of it. So stay tuned. You're listening to Latch Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, busy mom of six and owner of LatchMama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. We have two new people to the podcast here today. Um, they are both wonderful Latch Mama family members slash employees slash team members slash I don't know what we call everybody. But um, we have Jordy and Christy here today. Um, and we're going to talk about going outside. Um, Jordy and Christy met, um, through an organization called hike it baby, right? Yes. Um, which encourages families to get outside with their kids. Um, and we're going to talk about all the benefits, um, of that today. Hi guys. Hi. Hello. Uh, do you all want to introduce yourselves? Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Sure. Um, so my name is Jordy. Uh, I have three kids, um, between ages four through eight, um, and adventuring is my passion. What do you do at Latch Mama, Jordy? I am a marketing person. I don't, do I have an official title? I don't know. <laughs> Nobody steal her. Just don't steal her. She's, uh, she's one of those that, um, works all hours of the day, answers slacks all the time, try and teach her boundaries, but she can't really have any. She actually gave me my husband back. She's a very, very special person to me. <laughs> I actually see my husband now. In the very, very beginning days of Latch Mama, Eric did what Jordy does now, um, which is like basically manages our ad account and stuff. And um, it was, I, I little, literally get like PTSD just thinking about how many hours we all worked. So Jordy was our godsend and we love her and she's here with us now. Now podcasting, leaving her comfort zone, being vulnerable. I am we were just losing talking about it. I'm about that. to cry with nerves. Oh, it's so good for you though. <laughs> it's so good. You just got to embrace it. I know it's hard though. I know. But thank you for being here and thank you for leaving your comfort zone for us. Yay. Hi, Christy. Hi. You want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, and you can't leave your kids' names out. That's <laughs> awesome. The, uh, well, my name is Christy, and I'm a mother of two. My oldest is nine. His name is Camper. <laughs> I, and love my, it. I love it. <laughs> and my daughter is six, and her name is Daisy. Love it. And I'm going to take it that you all like the outdoors as a family. Absolutely. I love it. Absolutely. Um, okay. So let's talk a little bit about how you all met and Hike It Baby. I'm just going to lead you all today. We're going to have a friendship <laughs> conversation. See, it's easy, Jordy. <laughs> <laughs> we we um we were active members in a national organization called Hike It Baby, and um I believe I was in it first. I was in yeah. it for a while before I met you, and uh, but we met on a hike, and that's what this group did is just brought people together, saying like, "Hey, I feel like hiking today. Okay, meet me here at this time," and that's what happened, and. I don't remember what our first hike was together, but I do. <laughs> I do because Aww, it was my first hike at love baby hike. Story. Um and uh so the thing about hike at baby is it brings uh it's what was supposed to be up to age six, but it's expanded now. But the idea is like newly postpartum, um, moms with toddlers, that kind of thing, brings them outside with other moms and like love the it. community was like 
I never had that community until I found this group. I didn't either. Yeah. Um, and then you found Latchmama. I and you know. got some community here too. Exactly. Not to, not to plug. <laughs> no, <Shameless>. I know. <laughs> Shameless plug Latchmama. But no, I I love the idea of, and we were talking a little bit about this beforehand, about the fact that like when you pull people together and you pull kids especially and you take them outside of their homes and you get outside of normal play dates and you get away from technology and you get into nature what amazing amazing things can happen right and like christy and i were just talking about how so much of it was learning from other parents like just from watching Mm -hmm. like what's okay and what's not so on that first hike um christy and i have two uh girls that are almost exactly the same age they're like a week apart 10 days yeah and they were you know cutest names ever (laughs) yes (laughs) and they were 10 months old when i first started hiking baby so like i went on this hike went down like this trail did you carry do you know was you on your back Yep. Okay. Um, actually, I think I might have had, I was nannying too. I think I might have had another kid. So I was okay. like tandem carrying or something at the time, probably. Wow. Um, and then I had my older kid like chasing along. Yeah. Um, and I just like, social stuff is hard. Yeah. And it's especially hard, I think, as a new mom. Absolutely. Um, and getting like back out there. And what was nice about this as opposed to like play dates or like meeting somebody at a bookstore. Yeah. <laughs> is that it was more structured. I can show up and there's nothing else expected of me. I can just be there. You just and have to watch put one foot in front of the other. Right. Um, and so we got down to the bottom to the creek bed and like there's like babies like just sitting there in the creek. Like Love so I it. set my little 10 month old in the creek and like yeah. had her like taste sand, which yeah. I know people's like, you know, which but, like, <laughs> well, I mean, let's be honest. Like my husband always hates it. I'm going to use an example when I put shoes, when we start putting shoes on our kids too early because their little toes or little like monkey toes like kids are very most kids if you don't break them of it are so happy and comfortable in nature it's almost like i mean there are no rules but it's almost like they're just at home like jungle book like seriously and that works for me too like as opposed to having my kids in like a target Mm -hmm. aisle yeah i didn't have to say no all the time yeah i could just Mm -hmm. let them do their thing like and the no's were based on very specific dangers Mm -hmm. which makes it easier like to set those boundaries and those lines i'm sure there are people hearing this right now that are like heck to the no the target aisles at least there's a front door that they can't run out of and there's like other people around that can grab them like i'm not bringing my kid out into nature like talk about that like did you ever have that fear that juno was just gonna run and you wanted to put like a GPS tracker on her or anything? That was kind of the beauty of being out on a trail is that they could run. Yeah, I they love could. it. They could. They're not going to run away. Yeah. I have, of all the hikes I've done with all the different families that I've done hikes with, been on hikes with, it's like kids will run. My, my little girl takes off. Yeah. But she's always in view. Like she, they don't disappear they don't run away like a really good golden retriever and i mean i will say that there's times when like you're on a new trail (laughs) (laughs) at least kennedy's (laughs) laughing at my jokes but it's like you could bring like the worst trained golden retriever with you into the woods and most likely they're not going to go out of view is what i'm saying like there's that connection i mean there's there's some trails where like especially if you're on a new trail like Mm -hmm. you don't know what's ahead of you there might be a huge drop off yep a lot of time we played around water which is Mm -hmm. a danger um but that's a great way to like, I felt like it was a really good opportunity to teach them those boundaries. Uh-huh. Um, like one thing we did was we played red light, green light a lot. Yes. Um, or like this idea that like you can, 
as opposed to in a, a playground mm-hmm. where like they are naturally closed in. Yep. They have to pay attention to where they are and where other people are. Absolutely. Um, and like the rules all you, you have to stay within my sight. Yeah. I will also say that we're basing this off of Richmond's and like, yeah. like, <laughs> Shenandoah, not, like Virginia yeah. mostly can't speak for those that live like in Colorado mount, mountainous areas. Like that. Yeah, that, absolutely. That really do have dangerous well, sharp cliffs to hit, fall off of. But, um, but for us, this is our experience yeah. and, um, or my experience. I mean, even, nature, and, I mean, it's not, it, it's not a large jump to say like nature heals. I mean, nature is, one of the coolest things i mean look at kennedy i mean kennedy stays in the woods all the time i mean it's it's literally just this thing i'm sure there's some profound people that have written about it um and just what what it can do to the body to the mind you know just i mean you combine i mean my guess would be and i'm gonna way way go out there because i own a business and just have a bunch of kids but my guess is that it wasn't only the fact that you only had to put one foot in front of the other, but I'm sure the actual movement of your body helped ease the anxiety to help the conversation as well. 100%. Like a bunch of moms out in the woods where Mm -hmm. it feels like there's nobody else there and it's just us and our kids, like being able to talk about stuff and let it out there. Um, when your kid does something really embarrassing, somebody else has been like, yeah, Yeah. they've done that too. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so interesting too, because I have, you know, every kid is born with a different personality and, you know, Nathan, my oldest, you know, can, can struggle emotionally a little bit. He has some dyslexia going on, um, but he goes to forest school one day a week and he has found his love. I mean, his love is nature. It's shelter building. It's being outside. It's learning about birds and animals. And he feels like he's really good at it. You know, so it's so fun when you actually open up. You know, it doesn't have to be soccer or football or, you know, theater or anything like it can be something that's right out your back door. Absolutely. And I love that for him because I love that it's going to be everywhere he looks for the rest of his life is like his happy place. Yes. 100%. But I do feel like this is a good place to segue into like managing expectations. Yeah, absolutely. Because like it like that's what I want for my kids. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I want them to be these nature wild perfect things. And um, my eldest is not. He much prefers to be inside. I had to take him out of a school that was mostly outside because that just wasn't like working. Um, And that's okay too. So not all. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's also like meeting kids where they are. Like, you know, you can, you can encourage them, but it's like, and my husband was growing up, he had to do a season of every sport. He is not very athletic, but he had to do a season because he had to be introduced to it. So I think introducing kids to nature, I think, is a really, really important thing, yes. especially with so much, you know, screen time and video games yes. that naturally they get pulled towards um, because it is easier than loading up kids in some ways and going on a on a walk. Loading so. up the kids to go outside uh-huh. is sometimes the most difficult part of all of it. Yeah. Um, and you just need to get past that. Just And it, you don't have to plan for a whole day out. Just throw some snacks in the bag, throw water in the bag, bottle, whatever. Yeah. If you're nursing, that's easier. That's easier. Well, yeah. I would well, say that, but yeah, <laughs> it was difficult for me to, to nurse in public. But um, um, but yeah, it's like just just get what you have to have. Yeah. Get out of the house. For the first time, <laughs> like, Nathan's year-round... Y- Nathan's school program is going year round. So, and I got like 
oh my gosh, how is he going to be warm enough? Cause it's eight hours outside. Like only shelter is what they build. Um, but he loves, he, he is so excited about the day it snows. He's so excited. He's like, I'll just layer mom. Like it's no big deal. I'll just <laughs> put some layers on and I'll be fine. Whereas to me, it's like, uh, I wouldn't want to spend eight hours in snow and wet and rain any day. But it's really interesting when you can, I think, I think we sometimes forget that this is also something you can introduce kids to. Like you can introduce yeah. them to nature. And I think sometimes we forget about that a little bit. Well, and like the, the risk reward, like calculations that we make about that sometimes I think are off because we're not so used to it. Like um, we were talking about getting outside, like you can go outside in all weathers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like just because it's rainy doesn't mean you can't go for a hike. Yeah. Rain, snow, if it's sleeting, as yeah. long as it's not like dangerous weather, kids can be out in it. And sometimes they feel like they're getting away with something they shouldn't be doing. Yeah. And it just makes it more fun for them. Like I'm out in the rain, I'm splashing puddles, I'm making a big mud mess. They love that. So we were talking a little bit before we started. Like one of my favorite mom hacks is, you know, if you're having a really, really rough day, it's put the kids in a bathtub or take them outside. Like those are like the two ways that sometimes you can reset your day and find, you know, the happiness. Um, but at the same time, I feel like we're all meet with met with this expectation that, you know, hey, if we go hiking with our kids, we have to come back with this beautiful picture and we have to have all the right gear <laughs> and like, you know, they need their little Patagonia bunting, you know, and all of this stuff. So talk to me a little bit about like, what we can make do with like um, I know there's a hack that we do plastic bags over the shoes when there's like when all of a sudden it's wet you know different things like that that you know you can make do with with whatever you have in terms of just getting outside I mean I'm notorious for um, going out without anything I need or like uh, <laughs> like it's time for a camping trick great let me just put the kids in the car and Jordy, stop by Walmart on the way out Jordy, yeah Jordy would like we would be in the office this is pre-pandemic when Jordy came in every day and uh she'd it would be like four o'clock I'd be like hey Jordy you know can we launch this ad tonight whatever and she's like no I think I'm gonna go hiking and I'm like Jordy like it's 4 30 like all that was on my radar at that point is how I survived to bedtime but Jordy's gonna load up her kids and they're gonna go see the sunset somewhere on the top of some mountain that is 100% Jordy right and there and I'm like Jordy like what about clothes what about dinner oh I don't know we'll figure it out and it was just this beautiful thing because it was what she needed and I feel like right. that's like it was probably a long day I probably missed some stuff as her boss and she was probably like frustrated or whatever, like not in a bad way, but just like that was her therapy. Like she needed to I was go say, hike. I don't think I've ever told you no about. Um, I know exactly. So I think <laughs> I probably pushed her boundaries, and she probably was like, "Hey, guess what? I'm gonna go to the top of a mountain tonight, and you're not gonna be able to get in touch with me." So no, I can't launch that ad, Melissa, because I will have no internet service and I'll have no cell phone service. No, but seriously, I think that it becomes, you know, just part of your life when it works well well and like i i struggled hard with postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety Mm -hmm. and like this was my way out and a lot of it like being able to go outside um just being able to leave all of the expectations the chores the mess the screaming the like do i put them on screens too much screens like all all of that to leave that at home and mm-hmm. just go. Because you can't really nice. get it wrong. You just have to keep them alive. Right, exactly. Right? It, like, it really simplifies things. And they find their own enjoyment. They find their own beautiful things. 
I mean, just the treasures that I know that, I mean, my kids find when they're outside. Um, I remember growing up, my dad was one of seven. And so, you know, we would all get together with all of the cousins and all of the, the different aunts and the uncles. And they would tell stories about what life was like growing up. And I, that time I thought seven kids was the most insane thing in the entire world. And here <laughs> I am with six. But uh, they used to say that their mom, so my grandmother, no matter what the weather was, once a day, would go outside and just walk laps around the outside of the house, leave them all inside, just walk outside the <laughs> walk outside the house because she it was it was her it was her ticket to sanity. It was her ticket to, you know, being able to take a deep breath. Um, so I think that's really cool that you found it. So did you find did you know that it was gonna help you prior to finding Hike It Baby? I don't know. I don't remember exactly how I found Hike It Baby other than like I knew I needed some kind of community. I needed okay. to get outside. So um, were you getting outside by yourself beforehand and then? Yes. So from the time my um, my first was born, um, <laughs> part of my postpartum anxiety thing is that I would just pace around the neighborhood. Like uh-huh. I could like stop. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's different. Like it was more healthy when I had some kind of structure of we're going for a hike as opposed to we're just like going outside. Yeah. Yeah. And there are other people there too, which is good to talk. But to. Christy has always been um, an outdoorsy person. Yes. Um, we always camped and hiked. Um, my mom always took us to say like pony pasture Okay, and she would have her nature books with us so every time we found it. a flower or something or or an insect That's really cool we'd sit down and open the book and I and I did that a little bit with my kids but it, the phone was a little easier and less heavy to carry with yeah. everything else but I tried to do that as well with my kids um so like my son we went camping with him when he was two months old wow so that and but that was, that was first child wow first one yeah Camper. I haven't even I haven't even I don't even, I don't think and, we've gone at all. <laughs> but that was just, and that's tent? what we knew. In hmm? a tent? Hmm? Yes. The baby kind of like slept next to you? Yeah, with uh, between me and my husband. And um, we took a changing pad, the kind that has like the raised sides. Uh-huh. I'm just trying to, I have a two month old right now. I'm just trying to think about. The, the changing, oh, the changing pad with the cover on it and just a blanket over it's like it was sides yeah. were raised up enough that it was yeah. he wasn't going to roll away not that he could yeah. really roll it two months but wow um stayed place he was he slept all man this kid sleeps so well outside yeah i'm they, sure yeah and they both i think we all do yeah um but with uh when my daughter was born uh my son my my husband had recently taken a job that took him away from us like he'd be gone for four to six weeks at a time he'd work in other states so with her, I, I developed like um, postpartum depression mm-hmm. with her and I didn't know it. I didn't know what that was because I didn't have it with my first one. And I just remember sitting, I was sitting in a seat nursing her and just crying all day long. And my son, who was three at the time, was just bored out of his head. Like yeah. we were newly back into Richmond after being gone for 10 years. I didn't have the friends and family or the connections that I needed. I mean, I had my sister with me, but she had a newborn as well. Um, my nephew is like two months older than my daughter. So, okay. so she and was then, in the trenches as well. Right. And, uh, 
And when Daisy was about six weeks old, I I found a group, I found this hiking group and I needed that for me. Like just, it, for some reason, it, it gave me a reason to get off the, to get off Gosh, of the chair yeah. and to get outside because I'd gotten stuck in this rut. And, and it was so nice just to be able to walk around with other adults because mm-hmm. that's the other thing. I'm home by myself with the baby yeah. and a toddler. And, um, and it was difficult because I didn't know how to nurse in public. I didn't know how to nurse while walking. All I knew was how to nurse her when I was sitting in a chair. Yeah. So I kind of learned how to do that by watching these other mamas. Wow. Were you baby it. wearing at all at that point? Or did you have yes, to Yes, but that I too? didn't baby wear with my first one. So this okay. was, and I didn't nurse my first one either. Wow. So this was all new. This was all brand new to me. Of course you were like sat in a chair crying, like <laughs> trying to learn it all by yourself. Yes. And it was... Um, so I, I learned to get out of some comfort zones. And yeah. also I was like painfully shy too. Like it wasn't like me just to get up and go be in this group of people. I didn't know anybody. Yeah, but you moved your body. I did. It was, that was almost desperation, I guess. And yeah. then, um, and then, but my son was also the oldest. So like everybody had newborn babies. So eventually older kids started coming in and then that was his only form of socialization. Socialization. Yeah. Why am I saying that? Yeah, one? no, you're fine. I say and, words uh, <laughs> all the time on this thing. So it's like all of a sudden he started getting friends that were his age. It just built community. It was. It, it was community in a super super unique way. And that ended up being my community. Yeah. And I'm still like such great friends with people that I met. Um, not right away. Like, yeah. um, I look back at pictures of the first couple of hikes and I don't know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> but as the group started getting bigger, it was also a brand new group to yeah. um, the city. I think they were like a month or two. And um, so it was how it was socialization for me yeah. and for my son. And I was learning how to baby wear and nurse and just by watching. And then then you start asking questions about how to do things and yeah. then you start asking for help. Yeah, I love it. And and it was so amazing to find these other women that like here like your your carrier's a little off, let me help or Yeah. And, and it then, was doesn't sound like it was judgmental. It was Not at all. Yeah, no. meeting each other and where you were. Like I remember um so I went through my third pregnancy like deep in this group, you know, being outside the mm-hmm. whole time. Um, I was stay at home. That's all I had. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so I had my third baby and he was like a newborn and I had him outside like doing this right away Uh um, through pregnancy. But I remember one time like it was cold and like wet on the ground. I think it might have been snowy or something. I had him, you know, in October. And there were three people who stood and like held him um, on their arms so that I could change his diaper. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Like that kind of. And it's interesting, you know, you were talking about the the women that you still remember that you're close with and you're friends with. You know, so many people when they come here, or come into my life, always have these stories about things that they did in the postpartum period or, you know, when they were trying to get their feet under them. And they remember those connections and they remember those connections so strongly. Remember, like, Elizabeth, who used to work here, took a baby dance class, I think, which is just silly to me. But she still has these friendships, like, 
yeah that are super super close because you meet in a sense of vulnerability you know you right. meet in this place where you know you're trying to figure out your way and there's no other way to be but vulnerable you know i think it's such a great lesson that like if you can find that community you just have to find it like right you know and it, it may not be going outside you may be like yeah. <laughs> like jordy's <laughs> jordy's oldest who doesn't want to be outside um you know it could be you know in a Lego group or something like that. Who knows? But, um, you know, I think it's just so important to just try and get out there and to find the community. Yeah. And I mean, I think Christy and I were talking about what the definition of adventure is to us. And I think we kind of landed on, it's like pushing outside your boundaries a little bit, um, like making that step. And I feel like that's something that is hard to do when you're there but mm-hmm. so important and so valuable and you can do it. You can do little baby steps. Like yeah. you don't have to go join a hiking group right. if you don't know how to baby wear. Go find somebody in your neighborhood that's walking around wearing a baby and talk to them and yeah. and try and get those first steps, you know, moving forward. Um, but I think that there's something really crucial. I mean, we talk about community a lot on this podcast, but I think there's something really important to think about when you talk about actually moving your body while you try and make that community. So like if you're struggling for connection and you're struggling to have those first conversations, like you said, it may not be coffee. Like the idea of sitting with a stranger at a coffee shop right now does not sound great for me at seven weeks postpartum. It didn't sound great for me then either. I, yeah, like that wasn't I, that wasn't me. That wasn't yeah. what I wanted to do. Yeah, um, I remember I had my first ever after my son was born, and my first ever play date. Okay, and it was a girl from high school. Bless her heart, love her dearly. Then we ended up working together and selling homes together, and so <clears throat> it was very different than I am today. It was ten years ago. Um, very into how my house looked and you know how my kid was dressed and how he behaved. And within probably 10 minutes, my kid gave her kid a bloody nose or or a busted (laughs) lip or something. And like she was, you know, dressed to the nines and, you know, her kid, I think, was in a monogrammed sweater or something. And now suddenly his lip was bleeding for my kid throwing a toy across the room. That was my last play date I ever had. Um, But I was thinking about like what that would have felt like if we had been outside. Like, I mean, my son maybe still would have thrown something, but. I feel like there's something about being outside of a room, outside of a structured environment that invites vulnerability and invites conversation It invites, you know, comfort. Maybe, maybe that's what I'm looking for. I don't know. It could be very different. Um, I know that when we're outside, the kids are allowed to do things that they can't do inside the house, like climb all over everything. um, Just run crazy and scream and, yeah, so when they're outside, they can climb, they can fall, they can <laughs> Yeah. Um they can run and be loud and play and giggle and laugh, everything, even and also It takes the stress off of you then too. So you can just work on it takes building a stress, relationships. It takes the stress off of me. Uh-huh. It takes the stress off the kids. But also it could be a bad time too. Like it's, but that's still important to have those bad times Yeah, and be outside still. Cause you're still getting the fresh air. You're still getting the, we call it forced bathing. Yeah. Oh, um, well there's, I mean, there's studies to support this. Like, yeah. like there's like bougie places will like have forest therapists that take you out and like you, <laughs> 
but that's not what, what it, it's on, also what? Whoa, whoa, it's also whoa, conversation okay what is a forest therapist oh. <laughs> so they're like in <clears throat> certain cities where people aren't getting enough forest time and like getting enough outside time there you can hire somebody to take you out and do mindfulness things in the forest um and the okay. idea is that this green light does certain things inside of you that being in this outside is place green light outside right now and like what's well, coming through the um the the trees the leaves but if there's no leaves or is there still green light or is a green light less I don't know. right that's now that's a good question okay because <laughs> in my forest in my backyard it's very gray light and it's not very inspiring at the moment um okay so but green the, light okay but there's been studies that said that this is like actually beneficial um yeah like physiologically so it's not just sunlight it's also green light green light and like and the air and then grounding and all the things yeah you could get really wooey about it yeah and sometimes i I mean that's kind of where i started with the idea that like i don't think anybody's ever argued that there is a sense of peace yeah in nature i mean nature is definitely a healing place for most people um okay so people who don't have hike it baby where would you tell them to start um, well, first off, there are a lot of local hiking groups that are okay. good for um, kids. And I mean, it doesn't have to be specific to a hiking group, but I just, it, there is that community. Like that's mm-hmm. a something. Um, Even if it's playground meet group. Exactly. Most, most yeah. outdoor people I have found, I'm going to stereotype right now, are are a little bit more laid back-ish. I add ish. I add ish. I add ish because there's also like the the environmental aspect of it that sometimes can be, I don't know, overwhelming to me, but like I like walking up to a random hiking group that is not child based. Can you bring your baby? Yes or no. You have to ask if you can bring your baby. I think it depends. I think if it's an organized group already. Okay. See what, see what what they say. Yeah. Cause they may want to have that childless experience. Like, yeah, you're right. And you're absolutely right. Or, yeah, or it's made that it may be something they never thought of doing yeah. is inviting kids along. I don't know. So I yeah. may depend on that on that organization. And there's something about like getting back to the whole um like it might not work out. Um there's something about the fact that with other parents, sometimes you only go half a mile or like mm-hmm. past the parking lot. Yep. And that's okay. It was like my Christmas tree light experience this weekend. We made it <laughs> we made it about five miles down the road, picked up pizza and then went back home. Yeah. So like you have to be ready to bail sometimes with kids right. don't yeah. expect yeah if if you have it in your head that you're going to do a four mile hike it's okay to have that goal but the kids could change their minds very easily and they may just want to sit and look at rocks and yep. sticks in the same spot forever and um that's what's going to happen probably maybe so it can it can sometimes be frustrating I, I'm not painting a picture that being outside and having these amazing adventures are always it's like everything else and everything parenting. else. Yep. But I think those are important um, life lessons too. Like, like sometimes, yeah, you might want to get that quick, that quick four miles in, but sometimes you have to change it. So it's only <laughs> half so a the mile lesson. Needle. So the lesson is get outside. That, get outside. That, that should be goal number one. Like, no matter what it looks like, yeah. no matter where you're going, mm-hmm. get outside. It outside. goes back to that whole put them in the bathtub or get them outside right. type and of thing. I want to touch on something that Jordy said about um, those that live in a city that don't get to go out in the woods. 
walking around in the city, exploring the city is so much fun as well. Like, yes, we have done many city hikes and we've discovered so many things. I grew up in Richmond Mm -hmm. and I discovered so many things about the city itself that I didn't know. And just being along a river and even going through the city, like going up to, um, up to the Capitol, up at a Capitol and then yep. seeing the observation tower. And it's all yeah. about moving your body. And it's all about getting outside. And like. we yeah. discovered all these little tiny playgrounds like hidden throughout the neighborhoods. And so like, it doesn't have to be in a forest. It, it doesn't have to be under trees. Like it just has to be outside wherever you are. Like yep. just walk. Like you can have a plan as to where you're going to walk. But even like take a turn somewhere like mm-hmm. that you're not used to. And yeah. And I mean, and the community part is great. Like if you can find a hiking group, that's great. But it's also great to do it on your own. Like I find it right now. We haven't been able to adventure as much as I'd like. Life's just what it is. Um, but when we can go out there, um, like that is the time when I actually connect with my kids. Mm-hmm. And like I'm actually like I, I, I heal from it. Um and yeah. we're mostly going alone just because scheduling and all the things. No. Yeah. And honestly, like for me, we don't do it often. But when we do do it, it makes me realize how much I'm on my phone when I'm not doing it. Right? But it's yes. also, it, you know, it's it's not wrong to have to do it to get off of your phone. You know what I'm yes. saying? It's not wrong to say, hey, we're going for a hike today because I know that I need to be more present for you. Like that's not, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like once we swallow our ego a little bit and once we say, hey, you know what? This is tough and it's tough to separate the two and it's tough to balance the two. So you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna leave my phone and we're going to go. And that's fantastic okay. to model for the older kids. Yeah. Like I talked about mine that loves screens. Like this is something that I actively have to model for them. Yeah. I'm addicted to my phone too. Let me set it down Absolutely. for you. you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> See, I was just about to say, they don't even have to know that. They they may think that you're going out for them, for something for them yeah. to do. And that doesn't, and even though it's like, you feel like it's 100% for you. Yeah. And it could be. Like, they think it's for them, that you're taking them out to go do something fun. Yeah. And, and I think that's good. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great too. It's like they don't, they don't well, have to know all of our flaws right, right away. Yeah. But it's like, well, and another well, thing about it honest, is, they all know them. They do. Right? Yeah. They totally know. Well, them. the older they get, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> but another thing about it is, it's free mostly. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's you can pay for um, entrances to certain parks, but in general, like this is something you can do as a new mom that's free, that will feel good. Yeah, that's the cool part. Is I think that for. I'm going to go out on a limb. 99% of people, it will make them feel better. You, Even if it doesn't make you feel better immediately when you're done and it feels chaotic and crazy when you're doing it, I bet when the night settles down and things get quiet, you're glad you you're, did it. You're going to be glad you did it. Your body's going to feel better. Something is going to happen from it. So. Yeah. And like for me, I like back on the phone thing, um, <laughs> uh, I do have my phone with me because it's really important to me to get at least one picture to look at later. Yeah. Because it just like brings it it back. It brings back all those feelings and all the good feelings about it. I know that not everybody's like that, but for me, that's, that's an important part. Yeah. There's always the airplane button too. You can always turn the the phone on the airplane (laughs) mode. So your boss doesn't bug you while you're walking. Um, All right. So the moral of the story is get outside, get outside, no matter what it looks like, find community. If you want to, if you don't want to find community, that's fine too. But even in the colder months, try and move your body and get outside. It'll make you feel better. Get outside with a little tiny baby. Get outside with the toddler. Get outside with the kids. Cool. Love it. All right. Thanks guys. 